0: Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created to share random stories with 30 of my closest friends. I just had to spend a ton of time editing this episode because I also just had to re-listen to my first three episodes, which I hate the sound of my voice, but I had to put together the show notes. And I realized on each episode, I talk about hiking as if I've never talked about it before. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be messier than I realized. So when I told you guys I have a fifty-first dates kind of memory, I was not kidding. And so I had to edit this one because I talked about it again on this one as if I hadn't brought it up yet. Isn't that funny? As you guys know, I love to go hiking and I am obsessed with petting the deer. And for those of you that have asked, uh, yeah, I definitely want to feed them. I have to fight the urge every single time i go not to take something to feed them because i'm really trying to be respectful of the environment there it's they do such a great job to keep it clean and protected and i don't want to wreck that ecosystem because here's the thing if i tried it once and it worked my ass would show up with a wheelbarrow full of food and it would become a huge problem so i'm not even going to go there so anyway A few of you had asked me whether or not I get scared going by myself. And no, I really never do. I really never do. It's interesting because I am out there alone in the middle of nowhere. um, But it just rarely crosses my mind. Uh, And I do think I have this like weird idea that if I get attacked, I'll be able to figure a way out of it. Like I'm that clever. (laughs) Which is interesting because you might be asking yourself, Oh, has that happened? Uh, no. The truth is, I have a lot of evidence on the opposite side of the column, and that is I am a disaster in an emergency. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's pretty interesting that I think if someone like broke into my house or tried to attack me, there's part of me that's like, Oh, I'll be clever enough to get out of this. And I literally, lose all logic when something bad happens like I'm a lunatic I remember (laughs) I have a lot of instances where uh, I showed up pretty messy during an emergency but there there are a few that kind of stick out one of which is a friend Kim in high school Kim is also the uber barb fan so hashtag we all love Kim So anyway, Kim got her driver's license and she was driving us somewhere in high school and we got rear-ended. And I remember thinking the car was going to blow up. Why? I don't know. Because that happens on movies. (laughs) Because it happens on movies. Emergency logic leaves the building and I lose my shit. So I had everybody get out of the car and get into the ditch because I thought the car was going to blow up. So of course, they're like, oh my God, maybe it is. No, it was a fender bender. So another time, (laughs) another time that really stands out is several years ago, back when I worked as a salesperson for this company, they had a national sales meeting, and all the reps flew in, there were probably 200 of us, I guess. And we had meetings over the course of probably three days. And so basically, we would sit there and somebody would give up and give a presentation and there were some fun games mixed in and stuff like that. anyway, one day we were sitting there and this guy that's getting ready to present stops talking and covers the microphone because someone that worked for the hotel walked up on stage and whispered something to him. And so he comes on the microphone and he says, I need everybody to stay calm, which obviously meant logic left the building for me. <laughs> immediately. I need everyone to stay calm. But there's a fire in the building. And we all need to leave calmly and orderly. Y'all think I followed that advice? Nah, here's what I did. Ugh, it's So embarrassing. <laughs> I literally pushed my boss out of my way, I pushed him behind me. And I grabbed all the cell phones I could on the way out. Why? I don't know why. I'm like, they're valuable. I better take them for everyone. So I just pick up cell phones as I'm walking out. (laughs) I don't even get to the freaking door. And the guy comes on, he goes, whoa, whoa, false alarm. And I'm like, "Uh oh, this is gonna be awkward. So (laughs) I had to go back and sit by my boss, who's like, hmm, good thing you're not a school teacher, he said. (laughs) And I'm like, You tell no lies, my guy, because I am not good in an emergency. It was so embarrassing. (laughs) It would have been one thing if I would have just, like, kind of shoved him. But no, no. I, like, pushed him behind me. And it was my boss, you guys. So embarrassing. So funny. That was a really fun sales meeting, though. They had us do a scavenger hunt. And it got real messy. But anyway, yeah, so... I should not be so, maybe I shouldn't be so calm or confident in my ability to handle an attack because logic would leave the building, so who knows, that might help me, but (laughs) for those of you that ask, no, I do not get scared, so you should be scared, oh my god, so funny. So this is an interesting thing that happened. So. I do this weird little thing in the mornings like after I wash my face I will just throw random shit on it because I think I'm gonna magically find this potion that makes me look 25 years younger like anything in my bathroom I'll just throw on there and I'd recently (laughs) purchased I think it's called bag balm it's like a really old like ointment thing that people used on freaking farms or something I don't know uh I heard about it on TikTok because you know it's where I learn everything and so anyway I forget what they were even saying to use it for but they're like oh my god it's amazing and all the comments said the same thing so I was like perfect I'm gonna get some and so the other morning before my hike I was like I'm gonna throw some of this shit on my face and see what happens (laughs) And so, it's kind of like a Vaseline consistency, which reminds me of another story I'll have to tell. So, anyway, I threw it on my face, went hiking, came back, and I looked in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, damn. I kind of have a glow going. I feel like my wrinkles aren't as pronounced. This is some good stuff. So, I used it for about a week. Great results. So, I think, I don't know. I'm just saying that. They felt like they were... It was doing something. And then I kind of forgot and just stopped doing it. I think I cleaned my bathroom up or something and put it away. And I just totally forgot about it. But I was sitting there on my couch one night and I go, huh, why am I smelling that damn bag balm? Because it has like the almost like a little icy high scent. And heads up, don't get it too close to the eyes because it burns like hell. Anyway, <laughs> so I was sitting on my couch and I'm like, why do I keep smelling this? so weird I smelled it all night same thing the next night and I'm like huh I'm not using it I haven't used it in a little while I wonder why I'm smelling it and so the next night it happened again I thought god you know what I wonder if I like somehow that absorbed into like my nasal cavity or some shit and then of course I started thinking like, well, I know when you smell burnt toast when you're getting ready to have a stroke. So I wonder if this is like something unrelated. Like, I wonder if this is like some kind of medical thing. (laughs) And so I was really thinking about it. I Googled it, couldn't find anything. And I am such a dipshit because what it actually was, what I was actually smelling, what I actually smelled was this freaking tulip bulb that I had purchased. It's actually pretty cool. I should post a picture. Um, but it's just in water, and it had bloomed. And it was the scent of those freaking flowers that I kept smelling. But it never even dawned on me. But they're so strong. And and you don't typically grow tulips indoors. They're some kind of little... I don't know what they're called, but they do have a strong scent outdoors. so it never even dawned on me that that's what it was. But how funny is that? And I do think there is something to putting that on your face. I started doing it again, and I do feel like it it helps with the wrinkle Edge. So anyway, just a fun little tip. This is not advice. Consult your doctor before trying anything. I feel like I need to have um, warnings. Anyway, the story it reminded me of is when I was young, 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 getting ready to start kindergarten. My first day of kindergarten, I'm like, oh, God, what, I'm so nervous. I need to make sure I look pretty, right? I, I don't know why I was worried about that in kindergarten, but I was. And so I went to the bathroom, and I went through my mom's makeup, and I go, oh, this will work. So I smeared it all over my face pretty thick because more is better right more is prettier so i get i i go to school my mom doesn't say anything in the car and i'm like well all right maybe it's not maybe it's not that great whatever get to school kind of forget about it and we're doing our first little assignment <laughs> teacher says uh michelle I think you need to go to the bathroom and wash your face. And I was like, oh my God, is she talking to me? <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> and she was. And I thought, what a jealous lady. No, I'm kidding. I was mortified because, of course, you do not want to stand out in kindergarten. And so I walked to the bathroom. I'm like, you know what? This doesn't actually look that good, does it? It looks awful. Because I didn't use makeup, you guys. I used Vaseline. I smeared that shit all over my face, thinking it would make me look pretty. But not only did it not look great, there was like stuff stuck to it. (laughs) guys. Because I put it on so thick, like fuzz and stuff stuck to it. And yeah, so I started, I came out of the gate swinging with school. That was my first cringy moment right out of the gate day 1. And Vaseline does not make you look pretty. So again, don't even not even going to recommend that you try that one. <laughs> so yeah, I do recommend the bag of balm. Or wait, bag balm, balm bag, whatever the hell it is. Bag balm, I think. I think it works well on the face. It's probably better as a nighttime thing cuz it is pretty shiny. Um but yeah. There you go. This is going to be a fun little hiking update. I just got back. It was 29 degrees this morning. It was so freaking cold. So I wore three pairs of pants. I wore these little thermals that I got from Costco. I had these little yoga pants on. And then these thick velour pants that might actually be pajama pants. (laughs) They might actually be pajama pants. So anyway, that two shirts, scarf, hat. And what am I forgetting? Something. I don't know. Anyway, it was a cool morning because there was frost on everything. The deer, today was the first time the deer like really accepted me as their own. Now I know that sounds dramatic because it is and it's not actually true. It's quite an exaggeration. But I walked down one of the trails, noticed two deer on my right, super chill with me. Mom, teenager. And I think it's the mom and the teenager that I see all the time. But anyway, they just kind of look at me and they're like, meh, she's chill. Maybe 15, 20 feet from me. They were so relaxed with me there that the one started freaking stretching. Like, you know how dogs like stretch out their back legs? It was started doing that. I go, oh my God, she is not bothered by me being here at all. Then the other one started like vomiting you know, where it's like, ah, they do the, <laughs> the heaving thing. And I was close enough. I could see her freaking whole body, uh, like, wrenching or whatever. And then I just, because I stopped walking. Then I look up, and here comes a whole new crew. And they're looking at me like, who's this chick? They're looking at the other deer like, they're not running. Look at me, them, me, them. And they go, well, she must be safe. So they came in. So there were like five deer that were just straight chilling by me. They were eating, lounging, scratching themselves, chewing on their tails. And I for sure for a minute thought, like, if I was on Discovery Channel and had one of those nature shows, like, I for sure would have gotten down on all fours and pretended I was eating grass so they would be like oh my god she really is one of us right doubt it would have played out that way though (laughs) and I do think that I could have if I had sat down on the trail I think it would disarm them because I am then become smaller than them I do think that they might come up to me but they also could come up to me and kick the shit out of me so it's hard to know and it was kind of muddy today so I did not do that But it was a fun morning. I ran into a photographer I normally run into out there. I call him The Beard. And I think he probably is as annoyed with me. I don't get that annoyed with him because he likes the water part because it's like two sides. There's the side with all the deer that most people would probably consider the boring side. Not this bitch, though. I consider that the best side. (laughs) And then there's the part with the creek, the lake, and a few ponds. That part's pretty cool for seeing all the, the birds and all the wildlife. The water attracts. So, anyway, ran into him. We both pretty much always wear the same thing. So, that's fun. And I was pretty nice. I said, You know what? Are you headed that direction? And he said, Yep. And I said, Then I'll skip it so I don't scare all your birds away. Because I think my guy is a professional photographer and I am not I'm just some goofy old lady trying to become a deer so I let him have the right of way. but the crazy thing is and I've this is the first time I've hiked with it being that cold um, the crazy thing is my scarf had frost all over it. my pants had frost all over them and my freaking hair it was so cold my hair had frost on it which then became water which then became wet so that's interesting but Really cool hike this morning. I think my favorite part, there were several cool parts. Probably ran into 35, 40 deer, which is the most. But for sure, being there with the five deer, just straight chilling was really, really pretty fun and pretty damn cool. So get get out in nature, kids. There's a lot of fun to be had out there. Well, I just finished the most recent episode of Sister Wives. We're on like episode five. I don't think there's actually been one joyful moment in the entire season. These poor women are so miserable. So miserable. And in this episode, Mary talks a little bit about how people reach out to her from the show and say, why are you even with him? He doesn't love you. And he clearly doesn't. I mean, he actually says as much. I mean, at one point she said, I'm waiting for you to come to me. And he's like, I'm not coming. <laughs> I, I mean, my brain goes, thank God. But she must want him to show up and be there for her. I don't get it. But um, she, uh, I don't know, five years ago a big story came out about her getting catfished, which was so sad. I felt so bad for her. Somebody catfished her. And it was actually a woman pretending to be a man. And she like established this emotional affair online with this woman pretending to be a man. And I think what happened, I don't remember exactly, but I think the woman that catfished her was trying to try to like blackmail her or something like, hey, if you don't Give me this or that. I'm going to release this to the public. Like she had saved all the voicemails, all the voice memos. Horrific. Like you would want to roll up in a cave and die because that is the last thing you would want the world to hear. And I'm amazed that she stayed on the show because not only did she come back on the show, it was a topic on the show, which a lot of the times they'll say this is off limits. But they probably paid her extra, I guess, to bring that up. Like, they showed some therapy sessions they went to. The other wives talked about how, uh, oh, what's it called? How deceived, they felt so deceived. And her daughter was really mad at her. So it was a heavy, heavy thing. I was amazed that she chose to stay on the show. I really was. And... So anyway, that obviously caused some problems, and she couldn't be further disconnected from Cody if she tried. Like, I probably have a better relationship with him than she does. There's nothing there. And it's just fascinating to me that she stays, and yeah, maybe it's for the show, but they can't possibly make that much money. It's a TLC show. It's like, what, $5,000 an episode maybe? I don't even know. I should Google it. If I had a a, a show producer, I should just pretend, hey, Bill, uh, can you look that up real quick? (laughs) That's what I'll do. I'll say that to Chica, my dog. Um, So anyway, so this episode, Isabel, Christine's daughter. Christine is the one that ends up leaving. Christine's daughter, Isabel, has scoliosis. Really bad curvature. And she has been in so much pain for a long time. Like she can't sleep. She's just really str- She's really, really, really struggled with it. And Christine, her mom, is like, I need to get her this surgery. Well, Captain Jackass there is like, no, no. We need to wait until I feel more comfortable going. And she's like, Our daughter is in so much pain, she can't sleep. And. She ended up going, and he did not go, and her daughter... He even said something. I don't know that it was exactly worded this way, because hashtag memory problems, but he more or less in front of her said, I can't put her needs over everyone else's. Ugh, so sad. And there's like 27 kids. These poor kids. Although the moms do a great job to make up for Captain America there. Um, anyway... Where was I? Oh, so she ends up going and getting the surgery for this girl. And she's the only one happy. She's the happiest one on there. And she just had her freaking spine rearranged. It's like, what What are we doing? And the, the previews for the next episode are crazy. They're all coming at Rob and the new wife. This is where I think things, where the rubber meets the road. I think this is where stuff starts getting real sketch. So... So in my coaching practice, I do a lot of mindset coaching and I'm obsessed with mindset. And it's really cool now because I can basically take just about any action and reverse it and figure out what mindset drove someone to do the thing, which I find completely fascinating. Anyway, I need some help with this one though. If any of you that are listening are one of the people that listens to their stuff on speakerphone in public places. I need your help because I cannot understand that mindset. And I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you're in the waiting room somewhere. You're on an airplane in the gate area of an airport, uh, Starbucks, and you're watching like a movie on speakerphone. Turned up real loud. I need to understand. I need to understand. I've spent <laughs> more time than I ever should have thinking about this. And here's what I've narrowed it down to and I really genuinely want to understand this. It drives me insane, but I I don't I still want to understand it. Here's what I've come up with. One, a genuine huge lack of awareness. You just genuinely Are just wrapped up in your own little world not thinking about it. You just don't you genuinely don't realize what you're doing. You know it's going to be annoying but you don't care. That one is hard to believe that people would think that way. You never know. There was a third one. What was it? It's like oh this thing is so important that I'm going to listen to it and everybody else can be annoyed. But that's okay because this is so important. I don't know. I don't understand it. It literally drives me crazy. I can remember being on airplanes with some Giacomo sitting next to me with this phone on speaker watching a movie. What are we doing, my guy? Uh, There are 200 other people in here that do not want to listen to your movie. I am so curious to understand the thought process. I genuinely would love, 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 love to know. So email me anonymously if you have to. Just email me, I want to understand, is it that you think people aren't bothered by it? Or maybe it's that it doesn't bother you? So you assume it won't bother anyone? I don't know, I need to understand because it drives me out of my mind. (laughs) It (laughs) drives me totally bonkers. And I really, really want to understand the mindset behind it. So if you are, I need to come up with a term for it. If you are a public noise violator, (laughs) if you are a public peace, oh, peace disruptor, if you are a public peace disruptor, I would love to understand why. Genuinely, no judgment. I am super curious about it. I just want to understand the motive, because then maybe I can find a way to not be annoyed by it. Okay, so I think I'm going to call this segment, What Are We Doing?, and I'm going to talk about some craziness I encounter. All right, so I totally slept on Yellowstone, didn't want to watch it, was not interested well, since the show came out, and for whatever reason, I decided to get into it a couple weeks ago. And I had to watch it on, well, one, they make it uh, so hard to find those episodes. Like, what are we doing using three different networks? I mean, what in the hell? So anyway, so I had to watch it. I think it was on Peacock. On demand, even though it's a paid app, you still have to watch the commercials, which (laughs) is so funny how it seems so painful. But anyway this commercial kept popping up and it's this woman she's like oh I am tired of getting screwed over by banks by bank fees so I started using Dave and I'm like who in the hell is Dave what is this well Dave is the name of the bank okay and I'm like okay I pay six dollars a month My fee each month is like $6. I've never once felt screwed over by that. So I don't know. Uh, Unless it's like maybe for bounced checks. That's probably what it is. A fee for like bouncing a check. And so the solution is to use a bank called Dave. Uh, What is that? (laughs) Like, why in the hell would you ever name a bank Dave? Well, here's the interesting thing. There's also one called Jenny. And then there's one called Chime. The commercials look almost identical, just with a different name. And so I was... (laughs) I really sat there and thought about, like, why would you ever do that? Why would you ever name your business a bank no less by a person's name and so i <laughs> i envisioned this whole scenario of this company having a team meeting trying to figure out a new stream of revenue and they're like one guy's like well uh we could um we could target people who have a, are having a hard time right now and they're getting hit with all these bounce check fees Oh, good, good idea, because they're probably looking for a solution. Low-hanging fruit, as they call it. And we won't charge them the high bounce fee. We'll charge them all the back-end fees that they hide in the terms and conditions. But boss, won't they suspect it? Not if we name the bank after you, Dave. What? Like you wonder if that is part of the logic like oh if we name it after a person people will trust us i mean i do not understand it um and i did not research it because i like to come up with my own version in my head because it's way more entertaining (laughs) so there's that idea and then someone in the room must have chimed in and said but what about people who've had a bad encounter with someone named dave perfect jenny So if somebody they know has offended them named Dave, they can go with Jenny. What are we doing? Seriously. What in the hell is that? I could not think of any other logical reason you would have a bank named Jenny and a bank named Dave. And I legit thought it was like a skit. So I wonder if you guys have watched these or if you know what commercials I'm talking about. And I had to watch them over and over and over because I binge watched four seasons in an embarrassing, embarrassingly short amount of time. So if you're looking for a new show and you have not tapped into Yellowstone, I would highly encourage you to hit it because it's so good. So anyway, that is what I want to know. What are we doing in banking? Banking. And I'm also curious to know if any of you guys can think of a better reason that you would name a bank Dave or Bill or Jenny. I mean, what is that? The only thing I could think of is really that. They're like, oh, if we name it after a person, they'll trust us for sure. Cause we're not the big bank, <laughs> we're Dave. And we're somehow such good guys. We're gonna fool them into thinking we're gonna help them, help make it easier for them to bounce checks. Which, you know, they're scam artists. Um, anyway, I had to watch that commercial about 74 times. So <laughs> I had plenty of time to think about it, but I really thought about it every time I watched that commercial and I tried to come up with what that business plan must have looked like. And so I would love to hear from you guys. Why do you think someone would name a bank Dave and then also Jenny so ridiculous and literally seems like the same exact thing <laughs> because I am curious if I'm missing something because I spent a lot of time thinking about it 72 commercials worth so there's that so let me know and as always thanks for listening share it with a friend if you have any questions email them to coffeewithmichelle@gmail.com. at gmail.com and yeah we will talk to you next week